The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who get upset when they hear about good things happening to other people, or your grandmother. Then again, I've never met your grandmother. Maybe she's really into crochet. Listener discretion is advised. of Wholesome Kink and Perverted Knitting. I'm Shara Kane. And I'm Lansing Mike. And uh, so much kink in the past 48 hours. Mm-hmm. It, uh, too much. <laughs> uh, I, 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 yes, I've, I've seen you. Like, it's every year I go to this chocolate party that happens as a fundraiser for the Amish Museum with my mom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we get sick on chocolate. It's like we eat so much chocolate. Like, after about an hour of just eating chocolate, we're like... Do we need any more chocolate? No. Okay. And um, <laughs> yeah, I did not need any more kink after and that, last. And that was night. you last night. It's like oh. I'm spent. Yes, I, I, I was completely wiped out. I think it was more just that you were so tired. I think you know if there'd been more sleep and yeah, you know, more recovery. I think you'd been wearing to go even today. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if I had, because I had. The twingings of the start of a headache mm. before we left, um, and so I should have popped a few pills then. Um, but we're, we're kind of jumping the gun a little bit because yeah. we're getting to gossip when we actually have a <laughs> feedback session. We actually have feedback. We we do actually have some feedback. Um, one of them came in on my recon profile oh. of all places. Um, so, yeah, I'm Sarah Kane on Recon, uh, and he's Lansing Mike on Recon. And so many other places. Even even my car insurance is like, make up a screen name. I'm like, okay, I feel kind of naughty, but <laughs> here you go, progressive. This is who I am. So on uh, the profile, or on the Recon profile, I received the following. I just wanted to say I love your podcast. I found it from uh, Sirius of Paris around the same time I was getting into kink, and it was nice to have that introduction as I was exploring things for myself. There are so many things I never, uh, so many things I would have never found out about without it, oh. like the Leatherman's Handbook, what exactly a run is. It really upped my learning curve. I just wanted to say thank you and woof. We talked about that stuff. Wow. I did on uh, Sewers of Paris. Oh, that's it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm like, my memory is very bad, but it's like, what did we talk about that? But then I listened to your interview, and I don't even remember that, so yeah. Yeah, no, I did uh, mention the Leatherman's Handbook, which is um, a good, it, it's a good book. It is kind of dated, mm-hmm. um, but it there are worse books to mm-hmm. start with. Uh, if I do have a copy of BDSM, like, Leatherman's Handbook 2. Yeah. I don't know what that goes into. I, I I believe it's it's more of an update. Okay. Um that you don't really need to read the first one to get the second one in that okay. yeah. Um that yeah, go with Leatherman's Handbook 2 um and if you're intre- if uh, you need a book on pub play to get bark 
mm-hmm. uh, by uh, Justin St. Clair. Yes, by Justin St. Clair, okay. uh, who is the uh, head of a rather large pack of pups uh, in Chicago. I think he has a couple books out. Isn't like there's Bark and also is it Wolf another one? Wolf or? is by somebody else. Okay, um, I thought, I, there, I thought yeah. there were multiple Justin books, but. Yeah, um, maybe I'm just he, picturing he, the covers. He may have multiple books, but Woof is not one of them. Okay. Uh, Woof was the original book on pup play, mm. um, but that approaches it from a different angle um, and what pup was 20 years ago. Oh, so. Um, oh, continuation? Uh, okay. Yes, uh, continuation. Sorry for interrupting oh, no, lovely, no problem. No, I'm apologizing to the listener who sent us a lovely message and we just talked all yeah. over. Okay, continuing. Uh Thanks to your podcast, Allside, I got interested and found out about the clubs. I've just started pledging one, and it has been the most rewarding experiences of my life, and I've met the most incredible friends. If you or Lansing Mike ever make it out to Mid-Atlantic Leather in D.C., uh, or something, you totally have a place to stay. So, Uh. thank you, uh, listener. We we do appreciate uh, the feedback. I would like to get out to... Mal, uh, one of these years, it might be a couple of years though, but before I'm able to fit into my budget. So at budget, well, you know, it's like well, uh, the budget part. Yeah, I don't know how much it costs, but you know, again, they probably have some sort of volunteering stuff. It sounds like we have a place to crash. Um, uh, well, we'd want to go shopping probably. That's the trouble, and then yeah. getting out down there. Right. Yeah. That that's the and thing. So getting twi- to these twelve-hour yeah. drive. Oh, I think. Yeah. Which, or oh. or. Going through security of hmm. flying. Oh, jeez. Especially with gear. Yeah, especially with gear and my, uh, especially if I get a summer tan. Yeah, my father, who flew shortly after, who, who has a darker complexion than I oh, have, I he flew um, in January of 2002 and got all sorts of looks um, from him. But no, I know people who go there, and it, yeah, it'd be something interesting to check out. Yeah. Uh, also got uh, some feedback via Twitter um, from a Bear S. Elliot. Um, he uh, listens to us. He enjoys us. Um, it's kind of broken up because that's the nature of Twitter, and mm-hmm. some of the stuff has scrolled off. Um, but he uh, he is from Columbus. He has a uh, YouTube channel called Bear With Me, um, or search for... Uh, Bear Elliott's World on YouTube. Uh, it's a, more of a vlog than anything else. Um, and now I have all these, a different version of cats going through my head, but it's bears. It's bears. And, oh God. <laughs> so Grizabella, I mean, Grizzly, it's right there in the name. It's like you could easily make them all bears and, you know, change the music a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, I, I I'm yeah. not going to start singing Memory. Well, well, you couldn't because you'd have to make a parody of it. Right. Yeah, and I'm not good on on-the-spot parodies. Right. Um, so, yeah, he, he said he's taking a bit of a break on the uh, Bear With Me um, vlog, but perhaps hearing his name and knowing that more people will be poking at it. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, so if you listen to get us, back to it. check it out. I have not yet because I just heard of this <laughs> last night. So I'm like, oh, and I haven't been to a computer yet. Uh, but, yeah, it's like look at his stuff and... Give it love, and maybe that'll sperm to create create more. And yeah, and we'll he'll get more viewers. We'll get more listeners. And my phone will vibrate in an inappropriate place. So I need to put it down on something padded. Mm. 
Uh, and so kind of leads so, us to no. So okay. So that, well, thank you. For, first of all, thank yes, you very yes, much. Yes, th- thank you, listeners, for the feedback. We do appreciate it. So yes, you can give feedback in Twitter at Harry Comp, email HarryCrone at gmail.com. or stalk us online uh, or stalk us on Recon. That works too. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, going back a bit, uh, gossip. Um, this. Weekend was the number 300, um, number six dungeon party, and it was fun, mm-hmm. but draining. Um, it was all, yeah, because they had something going on Friday, after, late afternoon, evening, Saturday, mid-afternoon mm-hmm. to late, late and evening. then even today, Sunday, yeah, something going on. So it, it's quite yeah. extensive. People had come from other states, people who had been involved, mm-hmm. I think, with the host and had come in the past were like, hey, let's send this out right. So yeah, that it, was fun. I know someone was there from Colorado, somebody from, a couple somebody's from Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, all, all of the irregular regulars. So you were there Friday. So first of all, we're both missing Sunday. We we are both missing Sunday because yeah, I I do not as, have as the energy hear. for more of it. As you'll hear, and then uh, but Friday, I yeah, I was yeah busy with work and sundries. But you went to Friday, and yeah, I went to uh, Friday. Um, it uh, let's see, I did some flogging, um, did some edging. I uh, got to see. Uh, a, a puppy being put in the Amsterdam box mm-hmm. and and played with, um, yeah. It there was a lot less play this weekend than I thought there would be, and a lot more just reminiscing, yep. and visiting stories. Visiting, yeah, I got to see some really nice tattoo work um, mm-hmm. on the one gentleman that he has. A, Chainmail tattooed basically from his elbow to his shoulder, and and the yeah the shading worked. It, oh, it's it's gorgeous. Cool. Yeah, got to experience. Uh, one gentleman was there in a cast for kink reasons, uh, and I thought it was like for broken bones reasons. So when people were like playing with him and putting a vibrator on the cast, <laughs> I was a little concerned. I'm like, is that smart? And then and then afterwards it's like, oh it's coming off like tomorrow. I'm like, oh, okay, it's surprising you know I'm yeah, and, and, and it, it, it went on Wednesday. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's oh. On. either this is for fun or you're basically Logan. Yeah, no, uh, they are into, yeah, using fiberglass casts as bondage. Cool. Oh, and before the nerds write in, yes, I know Logan would probably heal way faster from a broken leg than three days with a cast. Well, with the adamantium skeleton, he wouldn't break the bone in the first place, but that's neither here nor there. Those things can be snapped. Those things are getting snapped all the time in the comics. Uh, Usually by magical means, but that's something different. Well, uh... Where were we? Oh, oh so casts as casts, bondage. Uh, casts as bondage. Um, yeah, how long does that? What those, do those take to set? I I think fiberglass. I don't know. Because uh, I'm actually picturing like actually actual binding, like binding your arms together, or you know, basically I re, as a restraint. Yeah. Elsewhere in the dungeon is a signed plaster body cast. Hmm. Um, but yeah, somebody got put in a full body cast 
uh, Once Upon a Time. and Once Upon a Time. I, I know there's also head casts. And, I mean, yeah, around the dungeon, there's a lot of trophies, I guess is the best word for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hair, you know, hair from shaving scenes. Uh, I imagine some jock straps or underwear that was left over from certain scenes. Oh, probably. I think along the wall, along the top edge, and everything signed and and labeled. There are treasures in that yeah, basement. A, a nice, hefty chain that fully got inserted into the ass of a priest um, with a photo to go with, and yeah, uh, lots of trophies there. So, um, so yeah, when we were working with the vibrators on the gentleman in the cast, mm-hmm. um, I overheard somebody saying that this was kind of bondage 101, and uh, Sling Bear and I, who were both working on the, the boy in the cast, both said, no, this is not Bondage 101. A, he's not tied up, and B, we're at least at a 300 level here. Yeah, because he was he was on a examination, a medical examination table. A, a gynecological examination a, table. A, a real one. Yes. Um, cuffed. Yes. Uh, I, was, I thought he was... Tied, but nope, the, no ropes. It was just it was just the cuffs, and that actually came a bit. Later. Oh, I'm yeah. picturing the the electro uh, the electro play later. Uh, yes, the, he that yeah he, that person was tied to the uh, bed. Uh, but yeah, no, you had three vibrators at the same time on this guy. Mm-hmm. So and he was not. And then also you're doing horrible things to his feet, which I was concerned about, thinking it was a real cast. Well, a medical cast. Right, a medical it's a, it's cast. A, it was a real cast. It, it, it was a real cast, but you no, know, he, he liked having his feet played with. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he so, made some lovely sounds. He did. He, he was quite vocal. Um, There's yeah. that. Um, before that, though, there had been a nice uh, edging scene where someone was tied to the uh, barber, barber chair. chair. And worked on for quite a while, and I was feeling bad because I the the top was he was he was doing a very good job of edging, but I think he was trying to bring the guy off, and it just it seemed like one of those things where he didn't have enough hands to do it. So so, so I just kind of noticed like, do you want like some nipple work done on him while you're working on the deck? And he's like, yeah. It's like okay, and we so you, like, you so worked like, on his nipples, we gave him some more lube, and, uh, and suddenly yeah, everyone was like. And yeah, and then that did it. And it's like, yay, yay! team effort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was fun because it was a, a nice job of tying. Uh, and yeah, he 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 was seemed pretty appreciative, especially when I think uh, after you know the guy he'd be working on his dick, pumping it, and then when he let go to relube, I think the being brought down from that. That's when he was making some really delightful sounds. <laughs> well, and the, the other. Th- other interesting thing about that scene is that early on in the scene, well, there was porn playing in the background mm-hmm. while this guy was being tied up and worked over, and we were critiquing the decor in the porn. Yeah. Um, the models and, were hot, uh, but we were also critiquing, I think, just the, the formulaic nature of the scenes, like, which actually, looking at the scenes, it's like, no, they actually broke the formula. From what I'm used to in porn, you know, in some respects, and I mean, the porn was hot. It was like it was it was definitely something that if I was you know sitting at home, it was on the TV, I'd be jerking to it, and you know, it would be completely adequate porn. And we were like mocking, you know, yeah, mocking it, talking about it. But as the scene progressed, we shut up. Yeah, we, <laughs> like we're like all eyes were on you know the on, the, on the bound boy, and 
yeah, that yeah. was fun. And and you know, he even commented, it's like I didn't hear much comments. I'm like, no, we yeah, we stopped watching the porn. We 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 preferred the floor show. I think it was about the time when yeah, when he got hard and his dick was being worked. I think we were all like, oh, a real live erection in front of us, within arm's reach. This is much more interesting than. Yeah, these these gentlemen on the TV. <laughs> yeah, d- during the initial tie down, we were making the caddy mm-hmm. comments because yeah, um, but yeah, once attention was being paid to his dick, it got fully aroused, and it was a really nice yeah. dick. And yeah, very nice dick, nice hairy body, and and it, it was pleasant. It, it, it was pleasant to watch. Um, it, yeah, and then uh, when that was done, then the uh, spaghetti dinner was. Because mm-hmm. it was also broken up by the dinner. A lot of times, the food is just kind of in the background. People get right. you know getting food or hot dogs like that in the kitchen, taking breaks. But this was an actual break where we had set up a table in the dungeon itself because we needed the space. A lot of people were there. Yes. Um. And yeah, it was. I was always just trying to find spot to move because I'd be upstairs and there's just so many people upstairs. I was always in the wrong spot. I was always in the way. So it's like I came down a lot of times just because it's like. There's too much going on upstairs. There's too many people. Um, yeah. And then uh, we had, well, there's the standard, you know, people in slings having uh-huh. things done to their dicks and asses. Uh, then some electroplay toward the end. Right. You were pretty crashing at that point. Yeah, I know. I, I, I had, I, I crashed out hard. And yep. thank you for, for driving me home. <laughs> no problem. Uh, like I said, it's an automatic, you know, it's not a stick shift, so I was capable. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's a guy tied to the, again, the uh, gynecological examination table, tied down with ropes, and then had electrical devices placed on his nipples and cock. Mm-hmm. And, then, and also uh, headphones and that, basically the visor that does a little light show. Yeah, so, that, it. It, they have been, I've seen them sold to help with lucid dreaming. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, basically it's to block out um, external sensations, but also not have it be completely muted so you can't fall asleep. There, there's stimulation there. And uh, it sounded like what was being displayed inside the visor is something like kind of a, a screensaver kind of thing. I, it is. Or... Uh, I, I believe it's just the lights flashing oh. to the intensity of the music. Okay. And then that music was, because uh, I'm familiar with that setup that was used, that music was also being fed into the electro box. Mm-hmm. So as the music pulsed, you got so, pulses of current. Um, um, they're having trouble with it, though, because he was... Not quite feeling it at first, and then he couldn't feel it on his cock anymore. The mm-hmm. nipples were still being uh, charged, but yeah, he wasn't feeling it. So I think they were having some technical difficulties with some of the wiring. Yeah. Or... Well, it was very complicated. I mean, there's a lot. There was a lot. Of... Lot. There was a lot going on there. Yes, the yeah. was It was fascinating to see, and he was enjoying himself. And that's about the time we left. So I do kind of feel bad because the bottom was someone I would have liked to have said goodbye to, but I will see he, them he again. He was tied up at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the dungeon master was presented with a certificate of depreciation mm-hmm. and a uh, plaque. A very nice award. That a a very nice award. Easily uses a murder weapon. It was crystal and pointy. Well, I've uh, seen too many plastic murder. and pointy anyway. Oh, yeah. lucite. Yeah, okay. lucite. That's still quite useful. Yeah, no, pointy enough to, to do some real damage. And he, he talked a bit about the history um, of the parties. Mm-hmm. and um, Which I found fascinating. Yeah. Um, I think for some people it was like, well, I think some people were getting ready to jump back into playing. 
But it's funny because even after he was done talking, I don't think people got back into playing. No, not so much. Um, um, I think I just think a lot of people were there just for the the moment and were enjoying you know each other's company, knowing that this is not. It, it sounds like there might be things in the future, but the monthly party, you know, has is winding down. Yeah, so. that it there there will be something in April, but beyond that is a question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know. It's a lot of the things he's been putting on for a long time. It, I think it takes, you know, a bit out of him, you know, just energy wise, having other people in your place sometimes when you're like, okay, I'm, I'd like to go to bed now, but it's it's early and there's still people having fun. Yeah. And you know, he's losing money on on each of them. He, he charges five bucks a head and he feeds everybody. There's, there's chips, there's there's popcorn, there's hot dogs and buns that night. Drinks and yeah, yeah. pop and everything. So yeah, it's, and plenty of lube and oh yeah, yeah, no, he, he is not making money on these parties. Um, and you know, again, the man's 83 years old. So, you know, he's, he's not, he's not as young and energetic as he used to be. That's something to, you know, Something to hope for that, you know, at 83, you can be having a you know, house full of people doing kinky things while you, you know, participate and watch. <laughs> yeah, if I could, yeah, it, you know, on my 83rd birthday, if I have a house full of perverts having mm-hmm. group sex, I, I'd consider that a successful yeah, life. That, a that's life. a life well lived. Yeah. Um, there was uh, a couple that showed up and it was uh, a sir and his boy, mm-hmm. um, boy's first time there. Uh, the sir, I think, had been there before. Yes, I recognize the sir. He was actually the boy the of one of the other participants who was there. Because they talked about how, remember, I brought you to this as my boy. And it's like, so it's like, now you're bringing a boy to it. I'm like, ouch. Oh, that, I mean, it's super sweet. It's sweet, but, but... it's also like realizing that your grandchildren are old enough to drive or shit like that. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> those young men that I mentored into the life are now mentoring in young men. Um, I think he was a bit overstimulated by just so many people there. And also, yeah. I think the energy. Because it was much more like, okay, this is the he, the presentation of the plaque, the talking about it. It's like, I could see him feeling, I'm an interloper here. Because yeah, I'm not yeah. part of this group that's obviously has a history and connection. So, it might have felt yeah, th- Yeah, this... It, it, maybe if he had come Friday instead, of like Saturday. a different energy, more yeah. of that. Um, you know, they talked about coming. You know, they were given, you know, shown about Detroit Bondage Club, which might have been a more, you know, yeah, Detroit Bondage Club. You can show up, but you can still kind of be in your own bubble, doing your own thing. If you know, I've seen lots of scenes where it's just the participants, people are watching, but you know, it still feels private. Mm-hmm. And this, no, there's, it's very close and. There's not a lot of privacy, so that might have been... And yeah, also, I mean, we, we do tend to be right on top of each other. And, you know, honestly, six. who knows? Maybe he was thinking it was going to be a different crowd. I mean, it, it, the crowd did skew older and and larger, you know, more Zaftig. So maybe he was, you know, his, his, his sir was, you know, an older man, but very thin. So maybe he just likes skinny guys. Maybe. Well, yeah, every, each has their taste. Well, yeah. And, yeah, I, I do hope that... We did not scare them off completely, and I do hope that they show up at a Detroit bondage club mm-hmm. uh, in the future. That would be nice. I mean, you know, to be blunt, I was hoping to see him unclothed and having horrible things done to his ass. Because he did mention that, you know, ass play was something he was like, and I'm like, oh, oh, honey. 
There's so many people who would do things, and maybe that was it. I think I said, oh, there's lots of people here who will do things to your ass. And that might have scared him because he might have wanted more one-on-one. Yeah, and and then I I flashed my... uh, my petite hands to him and he's like, Oh, oh God. No. Oh yeah. God damn it. Yeah. You're the one who did it. Yeah, no, uh, that I'm I'm the one I'm the one who pushed him over the edge saying, Hey, I'd be happy to get my hand or arm uh into you. Again, yeah. not not you know, bondage one oh one. No, no. I, so yeah, seeing them leave early was unfortunate, but that's okay. There was lots of beautiful oh. things to see and fun to be had. Um I it's funny because uh Early on, someone was interested in playing with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, someone who's normally a bottom has been learning the rope, so speak, and wanted to, it like was asking if I wanted to do something. Um, it was still kind of early for me, and I wasn't ready to commit. But then <laughs> a, a sad thing happened. Um, he was like, he had a roll of duct tape. Uh-huh. And he's like, I combined you with this. And I'm like, oh, and saran wrapping. He's like, oh, no, this works. And he took a piece of the duct tape and like put it on my arm and just like, you know, placed on the arm and pulled off. And you know, it's like, oh yeah, okay. It's like, it's not, I'm like thinking, oh, well maybe it's not as sticky as I think it is. Or maybe it's a, a bondage tape that doesn't stick to uh-huh. hair. But then when he actually wrapped it around my wrist and it was like sealed. And then we realized how hard it was to come off and required scissors. And he was trying to be helpful and pull it off. But I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm doing this because hair, hair yeah. came away with it. And I'm a hairy fuck. And and there's yeah. no bald spots on my arm, but it, it still hurt like a son of a it bitch. It hurt like hell, and there's and he himself um, does not have a lot of body hair, so maybe he's had duct tape he, used he on shaves. him. Ah. He shaves, so he, maybe yeah. he's had duct tape just used directly on his skin, and it's worked. It wasn't going to work on mine, so I was like, um, no, <laughs> no, not, not, not so the moment. Well, and also I, I, I'm like I said, I'm curious about being a uh, SRAM wrap mummified, but you know, it's like. I think I want some people who've had maybe a bit more experience. Yeah. <laughs> like and, me. And who aren't uh, trying yeah. to, you know, uh, take out my hair. Yeah. No, I would be happy to give you a uh, shoulder down uh, saran wrapping and duct taping mm-hmm. uh, and then break out the vibrators and give you some nice vibrations and... But yeah, so enjoy it. Or maybe he's used to working on people who also like the pain of having duct tape pulled off of them. I found out found out that I'm not one of those. Yeah, no, I no. (laughs) Yeah, but it was it was a it was it was a good night. Oh yeah, at the end of it, you were just I think from the presentation on. Yeah, you were pretty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we got the presentation was at what like. Eight or so? Yeah, between We've been eight there and five nine. hours. Yeah, we got there at three, and yeah, I had just yeah no, I I had misjudged my energy level, mm-hmm. and I was I was spent. I, I had run out of spoons, and that will be me tonight. Yeah, I, I yeah. slept last night, but I woke up a bit too early, and you know, just blah. Which kind of leads into kind of my gossipy section. Okay. Um, well, because two weeks ago we went to DBC, right? Had a lovely time with. A very nice looking guy that kind of renewed my, like, said, okay, let's make time for fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people on Grinder or Scruff or Sundries will be like, hey, hey. And I always respond. We try, I try and, you know, get together and say, hey, we should meet. And then I hear crickets. So I'm like, no, I'm going to pursue this. People who have like shown interest, I'm going to try. So I've been trying and making, opening up time and saying, let's do this. And then just having, I think, 
Yeah, because we recorded the day after DBC, didn't yes. we? Yes, okay. we did. So, yeah, so I came close, like, Monday night was this one guy who's been chatting me up for a long time. His pictures are very nice. What he wants done to him sounds delightful. I'm like, let's go for this. And he was like, hey, tonight. I'm like, Monday? Yeah, I have time. And let's then, do it. Then he's like, oh, wait, how far are you? Yeah, I just smoked a whole bunch. I probably shouldn't be driving that far. I'm like... Okay, yeah, work me up, child. And now, just... And then um, the next part was... Uh, and then there's another guy who I've been chatting up, and I actually you know, hadn't heard from him a bit, and say, hey, how's it going? Um, so you put the feelers out there. And, uh, you know, and also there's another guy I've actually gone on a date with. It went well. Um, and we were trying to, again, organize the time together. Last weekend was the weekend that was open, and I'm like, yes. So basically three different stand-ups on Sunday, so to speak. Like, one person's like, hey, you want to do this? Like, sure. And then I didn't hear back. And then, like, oh, can't do it. So then plan B, talk to that guy. And he's like, hey. And then he finally, like, canceled, like, that afternoon. And then, so this guy, it's like, hey, my Sunday did open up. He's like, oh, my mom's sick. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. Well, then at 1030, I get a message. Hey, just got home. What are you up to? I'm like, uh, in bed now. (laughs) Well, not in bed, but... I was down you, for the you, night. You had your chance. And so, so yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so then there's another guy who's from Detroit who sounded pretty good. Yeah, the trouble with the Detroit guy is I sent him a picture of myself from the waist up, and he's like, oh, big hairy belly, I like that. I'm like, okay, cool. He wants a bigger guy. He himself is like this smooth, muscly guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, so he's not attracted to what he is. Cool, because I'm not what he is. <laughs> um, and then he wanted, like, more pictures of the body, so I actually set up the phone with the timer and took a picture of myself from behind and yeah i don't see my own ass that much and oh it, it's not aged well since i last like really saw it in a mirror e- even with all the running i haven't been running oh, uh no. these last three years i've been really fucking lazy there's been no yoga no gym and the running club i'm in is very infrequent and yeah no there's not no i've not been i've not been working out <laughs> i mean walking i do a lot of walking and that keeps me from being an extra hundred pounds, but that's all. It's it's not enough to get me down sixty. Uh, so yeah, it's like oh, it's like well, he's so I sent him those pictures. And he's like thanks, and I did everything. <laughs> I was like, mm, this is sad. But uh, so like I said, um, and then like I said, and just this morning again, someone was like, hey, um, actually it was like I woke up early and made a mistake of checking my phone, like at you know five a.m. No, yeah. 4.30 a.m. And there's, like, people online who are like, hey, so if you want to hook up. Coming down from their meth highs. <laughs> um, oh, I hope not. Because, um, yeah, that would be unfortunate. That's why I think I want to meet someone first and check out their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be, yeah, that'd be it. Why are you looking at my teeth? No, no reason. Um, I have a teeth thing. I like teeth. No. I do. I actually do, like, a nice... Nice set of teeth. <laughs> I have a friend. Uh, Whether you've grown them or bought them. <laughs> um, no, I have, you know, it doesn't matter as long as it's aesthetically appealing. I know I had a friend. She liked, like, British boys because she liked little gnarly teeth. Like, if they're a bit off color, a bit crooked, that was a thing that she found quite appealing. It's like, cool. Um, yeah, good for you. Uh, what was it? So, yeah. So, again, some guy this morning was like, hey, you free today? And I'm like, well, I'm busy at three. <laughs> um, so but a- after that, so yep, I m- a- might have stories for next time. Yeah, I sent him messages, and so I'm just waiting to hear, so we'll find out. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my gossip section. It's like trying to do that and uh, not having a lot of yeah. 
well, stuff after two weeks. Your story remind, reminded me of a couple of things. One, on Friday, the following was overheard. I ate a teaspoon of peanut butter, or no, a tablespoon of peanut butter mixed with a tablespoon of weed, watched Sausage Party, and last, laughed my ass off. To which I replied, if I ate a tablespoon of weed, I'd laugh my ass off at a test pattern. <laughs> so not exactly a ringing endorsement. Also, a tablespoon of weed? That's a lot of weed. I don't yeah. know the dosage, so okay. Um, I, I don't. It seems to me that maybe you'd have a, a teaspoon in a joint. I, I, yeah, I'm not a big uh, weed connoisseur myself, but a tablespoon seemed like a lot of weed. Um, and the other thing is that uh, an interesting group discovered a hairy-prone companion. Mm -hmm. So a couple weeks ago, I uh, added some more tags onto uh, the posting. Um, of the podcast and uh, I when I announce these I announce it on Twitter and Facebook and SoundCloud and Tumblr so some bots must have keyed off of one of the tags that I put on and all of a sudden and I got reblogged by some straight porn bot site that, that just reblogs straight porn and then other robots saw that and saw the word hairy. And then I got liked by tumblers such as furburger.tumblr.com, 70smuff.tumblr.com. And which which technically could be lesbian porn sites. Well, yes, they could. I mean, um, lesbians like those parts too. Yes. You know, lesbians, you know, the stereotype is that they are not big into shaving. So, you know, that, that I could see that being, you know, maybe those are just some right. good old wholesome, you know. But they just sites. they just liked it, which sent me a notice. They didn't reblog me, ah. so it didn't expand to their audience, and I saw no spike when I looked at the stats of that episode. So so yeah, that made uh things a little bit crummy. So basically make your robots smarter. That's all we ask. Yes. Uh, have artificial there, have intelligence are asses. <laughs> yeah. Artificial intelligence many times is not very intelligent, but is quite artificial. Uh, all right. Um, I want to talk today a bit about um, safety uh, and what to do when meeting up with somebody uh, that you found uh, on these hookup sites. Yeah, basically, uh, safety protocols for a... A casual hookup world. Yes. Um, in the since our last recording, um, I had the honor of being set up as uh, what I like to call a silent alarm. I got a text message from a buddy that basically said, "If you do not hear from me in four hours, call nine one one and send the the cops and ambulance to my place." Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. I will absolutely do that. Um, and I'm almost thinking maybe the first step should be to contact them directly. Uh, I mean, if they're being held there by duress, I guess you also need a code word. Right. Be, so that... Because that, that, sometimes that's... you could forget. It's like you in the moment you, and you doze off. And I, I, it would be unfortunate to be awakened by a SWAT team thinking you're being held hostage. But, you yeah. know, so maybe the first step might be to actually call them or contact them say, hey, I didn't hear from you at yeah. 1 a.m. How are things? 
Oh, they're fine. And Everything's just ducky. Uh, got it. Thanks. Hey, what do Yeah. Um, yeah, can, can I have a cruiser go by this address on a welfare check, please? Uh, and, uh, yeah, if, if I ever had to, I would be honest, um, with the cops and, mm-hmm. and say, look, I was, they were meeting somebody they didn't know, and they're at this address. They said they would contact mm-hmm. me by this time. They haven't. Could you be a deer and send a cruiser around? Um, so I do recommend that, um, for, for meeting people, uh, the first time, uh, of course I generally recommend meeting people for the first time in a public setting where there's witnesses, but no, there's a, uh, yeah, because that's, that's my thing I really strive for is if I'm going to hook up with someone, you know, even though we've been saying naughty things to each other, chatting wise and showing pictures of our unmentionables, I still want to meet at a bar, at a restaurant, have a chat. Yeah. Sometimes crazy doesn't come through in chatting. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you've got that time to think about what you're saying. and Well, and also uh, sometimes I think the chemistry. Uh, sometimes when you're in person, it's like that person you were chatting with online isn't quite the person you meet. You, just, mm-hmm. you meet them and you're like, oh, okay. This isn't quite the fantasy material I've made up in my head. Which is, you know, unfortunate and maybe more on you. But still, yeah, I want that public meeting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, have, have a cup of coffee, have a beer, have a stack of pancakes, um, and have a pleasant chat. And then, yeah. And then go at it like crazed weasels. (laughs) Spider monkeys. Uh, another, um, one that I've heard, um, which I admit I haven't subscribed to much, but I see the logic in it is if this is a first time bondage date Mm -hmm. that it it should occur at the tops location or a neutral location. Mm -hmm. The, the idea being you don't want to be tied up by a stranger in your house. He ties you up and then goes rummaging through your jewelry. Mm -hmm. That one, I, I fully admit I have not followed. Um, but it, I see the logic. I understand it. Uh, but I, I also figure with the other precautions of having met in public, having the silent alarm, that one I'm not as concerned about. I think the important thing yeah. is to let others know what is up. It's good to have those friends who will be able to basically know if you don't, you know, if you don't call them or, you know, you don't, they don't hear from you that, and you've communicated all the information, you know, on this person to them. Mm-hmm. Like their screen name or even, you know, uh, share, uh, share a photograph. Yes. Because, um, you know, that's, uh, there's been a couple times when I'm like, okay, I'm going to meet someone. And it was kind of like this, you know, the, the paranoid in me was saying, Hey, just in case. And I think what I did was I wrote down, like I was going to their place, but I wrote down their apartment number, their phone number, name and everything, put it on an envelope on my kitchen table. And then messaged a friend saying, Hey, I'm about to go on a date in air quotes. Um, I don't think anything untoward is going to happen, but just in case I do, I've never heard from again. There's an envelope with all the pertinent information on my table. Avenge me. Yes. That was how I ended it. And then, you know, I think it ended poorly in that it either, I think it was a no show or, well, that would be how that I'd be going to someone's house and they weren't showing up. So something happened or maybe he canceled out as I was heading over. And then it's like, yeah, oh, never mind. 
Yeah. So, well, and, and so to put the end on uh, the um, silence alarm that I was set up for, you know, the, the message was, if you do not hear from me in four hours, send the cops around. And then 45 minutes later, I get the, the stand down text. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, was it a no show? Uh, he said, no, it was a come and go. I'm like, oh, did he even, you know, give you a reach around? He was like, no, you won't be seeing him again, will you? No. <laughs> you get one chance at that. And yeah. You failed. You failed. I mean, and that's the other reason Yeah, I'm kind of hesitant because I've had a grinder date like that. It's like, hey, hey. And then a few, you know, bit of chatting. It's like he came over and received a blow job and then promptly left. And it's like, okay, well, that wasn't enough for me. But the, the beautiful thing is uh, then two weeks later, I run to him at the post office. And he's holding a package he's about to send. So it's like, oh, now I know your full name and address. <laughs> but Good yeah. thing I'm not terribly vindictive. Or I could say it right now. No. That's, hey, I, I, I was just, you know, that's the nature of it. Sometimes, you know, I think, you know, but you, you got to keep trying. That's the thing is like, I keep thinking in terms of, well, this is not going to end well just because I already planned out the relationship to its sad, tragic conclusion, uh, which might be you have a lovely life together and then someone dies on the other. <laughs> and so... Um, who is it has their, oh, Louis C.K. has a beautiful, uh, comedic monologue about that dating and then finding that perfect someone and it's wonderful. And then one of you is going to die and it's like, okay, yep. That's, that is my view of relationships. They all eventually end. Oh. maybe death. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, but you gotta keep trying cause you never know when that person actually is you know, moderately sane or into the same stuff you are. <laughs> or if not, it just makes that perfect fuck buddy. Maybe you don't get along in any other way, but you have good sex. You you have wild, destructo nookie that wakes the neighbors at mm -hmm. three in the morning. Which, you know, I'm getting from my downstairs neighbor. So it's like, yes, I need to, I need to retaliate. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, this summer, there when, you know... The um, climate control in this apartment leaves something to be desired. Mm -hmm. uh, so we slept with the window open. And apparently one of our neighbors liked to sleep with the window open and liked to fuck with the window open. And she was a bit of a screamer. Um, what I was tempted to do, but I, I never woke up fully enough to be able to do it, was I wanted to go out to the parking lot and when they finished give out scores like for uh, uh for ice skating only if you had multiple people if you do that i think just clapping and like brava brava encore no no encore <laughs> yeah no i i knew some people were out camping once and yeah there's this man who is like a huge hairy man basically a yeti and this really small petite woman who they just hooked up at this campground and they're having, well, he was grunting and she was being very vocal and very loud. And the people, my friends who are listening were a little horrified at what was being said because you know, loud sex. Okay. Fair enough. But I think as like, he's getting ready to come, she just screams out, fill me with your babies. And it's like that, that would be kind of a boner kill. I think, especially in a, just a hookup that you've just met. 
Yeah. Or maybe it was her form of birth control. I'm just going to give you an idea of, you know, remember what this can lead to. So let's stop before you fill me with your babies. Uh (laughs) And yeah, and then, yeah. Also, it seemed like a pretty extreme commitment for just a hookup you just met. Yeah, and and at that point, yes, I probably would applaud afterwards (laughs) and let him know that, yeah, you, you guys. So, so yeah, basically, yeah, I think the important thing is to, uh, because, you know, there's, I know of a guy who lives around the corner from me who, um, Craigslist date, uh, two guys, uh, they had communicated via phone, shown, you know, pictures and all that. Uh, they came over, uh, promptly threw him in handcuffs, uh, pistol whipped him, went, th- well, I don't think they actually had a gun because he talked about, you know, being armed and having a gun in your premises. He's like, I think if I owned a gun, I might be dead because they may have used it on me. So they, they hit him, uh, threw him in a room, locked him, went through the room, took his computer medications, all this. And then he heard them talking on the other side of the door. What are we going to do with the fag? Which terrified him. And I think he escaped through a screen window or something. He got out and was able to run. And, And the beautiful thing is he got away from them. And then he had, the pictures and their communications on the phone. So it wasn't very hard to find them and and put them in jail. Because they'd been doing this to gays because it's like, well, fags don't call the cops because they're so embarrassed about hooking up with people on Craigslist. And I think many people are, but they picked the wrong fag that time because he was one who's like, nope, I'm not afraid, you know, I'm not ashamed of, you know, stating what happened and I will go public with this. In a big way. <laughs> and he did. And, uh, you know, to make sure justice was done. But that's something that can happen. I know a man was murdered in his apartment uh, in Holt. Um, and probably, you know, again, maybe through Craigslist or some hookup site. Uh, because you do have psychos out there. And then, you know, someone just want to rob you. Um, and maybe even just casually rob you. Like, you realize your loose change or your class ring's gone or things like that. I mean, yeah. It, it's There are risks. And... And, uh, you know, a lot of times it's the person's horny and they're gay while they're horny. But then once they've come, they are a repentant, you know, straight guy who's very disgusted at what they've done. And that can be weird. I had a friend who had a a fling like that at a convention where the guy was the, the guy had the peace of mind that he brought off my friend first because he knew once he came, he was going to be an asshole about it. And he was. And it's like, well, bravo for having the foresight for that. It's like, you know, making yeah. sure you you lock up or give away your car keys when you know you're going to get wasted at a party to keep yourself from drunk driving home. It's like, okay, you had the foresight to do that. <laughs> bravo. I feel sorry for the guy's girlfriend. <laughs> or wife and kids. No, it was a girlfriend. Oh, well, just, yeah. At least it was. Because the phrase he said immediately after he came was, if you tell my girlfriend, I'll fucking kill you. Boom. And stormed off in a huff. It's like, hey. Closet does horrible things to people. Oh, or just, he just wanted a blowjob. Well, he he gave one to completion. I was hoping that he at least likes it. Yeah, that that he's not doing it out of, just purely out of obligation. (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't know. I'd take a pity blowjob, especially if I'd given one and, you know, the reciprocal was, you know, it's like sense of duty. It's like, whatever, pay your dues. <laughs> blowjob's a blowjob. Yeah. And as long as they're shaved and you, you close your eyes, you can't really tell the difference. 
Oh, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like the 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 recipient being shaved. I'm like, no, I think no, no, the, no. Having your you know your mouth full of cock or mouth full of vagina is very different. I I'll, whether I'll, they're I'll shaved have or to not. take your word for it. I've I've never yes, had they are a pleasure. Very different. <laughs> yeah, just the geometry of it all. The uh, nice thing is, it's salty all the way you know from start to finish with the vagina. You don't get salty until at the end with a dick. Unless there's lots of prelude. And on that note... And on that note, perverted perverted crafting. Yes. Uh, you've been a, a, a busy beaver, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, I, I posted... You sent me uh, an image of uh, your first crochet. What did you post that on? Was it like the Twitter? Twitter. Okay. I, I, I tweeted the picture saying we've had a breakthrough. Because cool. uh, I know some of those photographs that you associate with the the um, the episodes. Yeah. And I might do that. I, 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 I have other I have other pictures to share because I, I've been busy with the craft. Oh, okay. Um, well, that came from last Sunday. We were supposed to get together because it was a non-recording Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to get together with you and you're going to show me the Fundamentals of crochet. Yep. And I was sick. <laughs> As you can hear, yes, we're both recovering, but I wasn't sick then, but you were very yeah, sick Yeah, I was then. very sick then, yes. So, um, yeah, you said, uh, unless you want the flu, I'm like, nope. Uh, but the other thing was I had a bit of a breakthrough. I have a book that's called I Can't Believe I'm Crocheting, <laughs> which is perfect. Uh, they have very good illustrations, and I kind of had the epiphany where it was... um. I can always make a chain. I can always put Slipknot and make the original chain. Mm-hmm. But I was always like, and I kind of could figure out where to put the hook with the loops and mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't doing the crochet, the single crochet right. Because you stick it through the loop, you do yarn over, bring it through that loop, still have two on, mm-hmm. yarn over again, bring it through both. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that. I was putting it through, yarn overing, bring it through both. And then, uh, that, that's a slip stitch. And basically, well, and it wasn't even acting like a slip stitch because I finished my little swatch with a slip stitch, but it was doing some weird nodding. So I'm sure I was doing something else horribly wrong because it wasn't making like a, a chain with a slip stitch. It was just making a gi- big giant knot. And I was like, yeah. this looks like shit. Or it could have been the slip stitch was just making it curl so much it looked like shit. And but, that, that's <clears> probably what it okay. was. So yeah, because um, I did it, uh, you know, did about a 17 long stitch long chain and just went back and forth and did about a good four or five rows of single crochet Mm -hmm. and even like made the turn right by adding you know the slip stitch at the very beginning so you get the height and all Mm -hmm. that it's like oh and it it, there's mistakes in it and it looks kind of crappy but it's like wow and uh, then i finished with uh, i did slip stitch along the top just to see because that's what the little tutorial said and tied it off i'm like oh I'm not unraveling this. This is this is actual. Th- this is something. This is progress. And so I was very pleased at that. So that happened. Um, so yeah. So I guess I crochet now. Oh, very good. Yeah. Next next steps are um, mastering the uh, half double and full double. Okay. Crochet again. They had little projects tutorials in this book. So yeah, that'll be in the next. And, and then I can also show you um, a chainless start. Mm-hmm. Our, our chainless foundation and um, what they call the magic loop, which is just basically a big overhand knot mm-hmm. that you start your crochet in. And that's good for doing the uh, uh, Amagurami. Yes. That's uh, what I really want to learn. Or uh, granny squares. And I'll show you how to do and that. And I think understand how to read a pattern. 
because it's still kind of Greek to me. I'm looking at it, it's like, I don't quite understand this yet. Okay. He's yeah. like, do this. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, so the next project was, okay, so I'm a big old nerd. Mm-hmm. And I play occasionally with a group of guys who play in an old first edition AD&D game. And we happen to get a hold of a spell jammer, uh, which is basically... That, that's some deep nerdery right there. Well, it's basically AD, it's D&D in space, is what that whole campaign yeah. was. And technically, we don't really have a spell jammer because it's more aquatic, and it's underwater, and it's planes hopping, which is differently entirely. But there's the nerd deep dive. Um, so we're talking about it, and we're on the ship, and said something about a model of the ship, because... TSR in the day when they came out with this had made a full scale model for like miniatures, Mm -hmm. but they just did it in house. It was just a thing to show off at the conventions at Gen Con. But when I said that, the game master got really excited. It's like, there's models of this. And I'm like, no, no, there's There's a model of this. It's probably gone now. It's like the Batmobile or something like that. It's gone. Who knows? Um, Or not Batmobile. I think that's still around. Like the Galileo 7 model from Star Trek. I think it was on a back lot degraded and some fan refurbished it so anyways another nerd deep dive um but i thought about it it's like well wait a minute we looked online yeah there's deck plans for this and it's like huh maybe i put it on like paper and, and it's like oh or foam core and so yeah so basically one night i bought a couple sheets of foam core the hardest part of it was actually drawing the one inch grid and then <laughs> hand drawing the deck plans because then you know that was a couple hours and then i'm like i should go to bed oh let's just cut out one piece Oh, and then I had the whole thing cut out in another hour. And then it's like, how can I mount these three-dimensionally? And that was me sitting there for about an hour and a half trying to figure it out. And I'm like, it's not going to work out and be... Pretty. It'll be too busy. Well, I think it'll be pretty, but it'd be too busy and too much in the way. But I have a new idea, but that's later. But yeah, so basically I made you know the scale deck plans uh, in foam core for a Nautiloid. And it's like, yay... So cool. super nerdy, and I will. I'll send you. I took a picture of it while I was on the kitchen table. So if you want to throw that up there, it, it that looks. I'm much more <laughs> proud of that than I am of the. No, I'm very proud of the crochet. You should be very proud of I the know. crochet. Um. So, so yeah. So that was me being crafty and super nerdy, and I was like, yay, yay, and yeah. I've just been working on my striped scarf and. I should have that done before next winter, and then I got to get back to my Doctor Who scarf and yeah, figure out. And well, there's still that the you basically lost the bet, so yeah. But I'm trying to think. It's like, well, we're going to be mean about you. You just have to pose in what you have done, (laughs) or you're allowed to finish it before you have to pose in it. I I I thought I was going to pose wearing yours. Uh, No, no. Yeah, I I have enough I have enough of my Doctor Who scarf done to to cover my naughty bits so uh, so that I can still post the, uh, the podcast to Facebook <laughs> yeah and I oh God, I've had so many friends in Facebook jail re- recently oh yeah. where a picture comes up and they're like oh there's someone objected to a hint of ass or maybe a full ass or just some flesh yeah, yeah uh, objected to flesh and. And not even like the dangly flesh, but just flesh. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, just flesh. And it also doesn't help that um, a, that you know a lot of my friends who have gotten caught on that are pups, and they're using their pup name, and so they run afoul of Facebook's real name policy, which I am. Well, and yeah, that's it. it. Facebook has turned into the social networking thing, and 
you know, I think we just got to say, no, it's, it could be a social networking thing, but it's not, I think it's designed for reality for as an, an unanonymous as you could be online because you're, you know, in theory, you're supposed to have real names. And I, right. I think there's a, but... there's a place for that, but it's grown into the one that's everything for everybody. Right. And I'm like, uh, it's like, I'd rather have my, you know, my fetish stuff be on a fetish site, you know, because right. I don't have to deal with the different layers and accidentally post something that suddenly all my aunts and, you know, my mom and that see of me having, you know, hijinks. Right. But, you know, I know at least a couple pups who, I mean, they go by their pup name 24-7. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm one of them who uh, was in the hospital for a couple of days and he wrote and said, it was really weird being called by my legal name because nobody calls me that. Then I think that's time to turn your, you know, your pup name into your legal name. I know someone, his legal name is Moose because... He was named after his dad, didn't have a particularly great relationship with, and he had great, he was named Moose at summer camp, that was the nickname, and he, and I only knew him as by that. As Moose. And now, legally, on certificates, that's what he is, so it's like, okay. So, you know, you, you know, if, if that's your real name, then legally go by it. Like I said, I, you know, Facebook is wanting, they want the real information, they don't want bots or personas on there. They make their money off of like using real information. You yeah. know, Zuckerberg wants to know you for real, like legally. So, you know, if you don't like that too, but the trouble is it's turned into the thing that everybody uses. And it's yeah. like, yeah. So, you know, and also, you know, stop, stop paying your annual membership fee to Facebook and then you can complain. Oh wait, there is no, it's free. That's my other trouble is I know people who yeah. rant and rave against these sites they use. And it's like, well, then you stop paying for it. And it's like, wait, you weren't paying for it. I knew someone who was livid about LiveJournal because they started putting up ads. And it's like, oh, how dare they? And it's like, it's a free thing. They need to pay their bills somehow. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. All right. Uh, upcoming... Uh, fun, mm. kinky things. Um, next week is the oh. not April uh, Detroit Bondage Club uh, meetup, mm-hmm. um, which I should be attending depending on my health. Uh, I definitely won't be because I've got two different things that day. Right. Uh, then April 7th is first Friday. Uh, is first Friday. Yeah. Um like to see everybody. Esquire bar, eight ish onward. Yeah, eight ish to midnight ish. Usually right around the corner where you can come in, there's the first table. We have the banner behind us and and we'll be the ones in pup hoods and latex and sundries. Yeah and two two dollar cover if you get there after nine o'clock. Oh okay. So I do well not I think I've already gotten there early. Yeah. Well if they don't have something going yeah, on. If 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 that that's if they have a DJ or karaoke, yeah. um, they they charge cover. Um, otherwise, no cover. But odd, odds are better than not that there will be a two dollar cover after nine p.m. So I do want to put that out there. Yeah. And it's a bar, so you and, have to. And it's a bar, and uh, if you want to get drinks on your uh, credit or debit card, there is a ten dollar minimum on nope. that. That's gone. That's gone. Oh, oh they good. simply charge a three percent processing fee so they upcharge you but they got rid of the ten dollar minimum because that was a hard thing i'm a two drink a night kind of guy 
And when you have a drink for four fifty, another for four fifty, well, what do you you know? They don't count the, the tip. Then you tip. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, that they, they don't count that. Oh, yeah, because no. there's like, oh, you gotta buy something else. And it's like, oh, oh. god damn it. So yeah, well, but no, that went away because I think yeah, and also they probably found out that legally they're not allowed to have a minimum. Most credit card companies in their agreement say you can't do a minimum thing because they get money each time it's swiped. Right. So they'd be happy with you getting, you know, having one dollar purchases rung up on that all over and over and over again. And yeah. Um, yeah, so I think most, you know, if you have a business you particularly don't like and they have a minimum purchase, well, snitch them out to their credit card companies. They might get in trouble if you're that vindictive and petty. All right, uh, and then uh, the next another thing coming up is April fifteenth. Um, there is going to be a rubber party. Uh, at Menjo's in Detroit, mm-hmm. and I will be attending that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being put on uh, by Jezer, um, who is a rubber pup uh, in the greater Detroit area and has, who has attended a couple of First Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he's a good boy. He, he's, uh, yeah, really into rubber. And, <laughs> and pups. Yeah. And, and, and pups, and yeah, I need... I need to get myself some more rubber gear, or, or maybe I can... Uh, no, like, say, putting it on, is he, like, hosting it, or planning it, or... Planning it, okay. hosting it. He's got some co- connection with the owners of Menjo's okay. that he was able to, to do this. Okay. Yeah, there's no other, um, at least not mentioned on the Facebook site, there's no other, you know, group mm-hmm. sponsoring it. So, okay. yeah, he looks like he's the one running it. And, cool. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe I'll be able to ask Veritas nicely uh, mm-hmm. to let me borrow something of his for the evening. It's something you put on your wish list. More, more, you know, more, you know, personal latex gear. Personal. Well, I know exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. It's two hundred and fifty euro plus shipping from Germany. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. sh- shipping can be quite a bit. Yeah. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com. Tweet at us, we are at harryprone.com, and please leave a rating and review on iTunes. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. We are your hosts, Sarah King. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.